as Rita helped us to notice this morning, John 3 details a super confusing and esoteric conversation that takes place under cover of dark between Jesus and Nicodemus. And reading this confounding and obtuse exchange makes me think of some equally confusing and esoteric conversations I've participated in, in the wee hours between dawn and dusk, mostly in college, when I still thought that I was a night person, or at least tried desperately to be a night person in order to fit into the college culture. Oh, but how grateful I am to have faked it enough to have wandered through all those weeds with all those glorious people. We didn't save or figure out the world, even though we were just precocious enough to think we might. But we did traverse some great terrain together. And much of those rich nighttime conversations seemed to wither or at least lose some luster in the blistering rays of the sun. Nighttime's musings don't always translate to daytime's logic. So when I really consider this story in the light of that experience, I suppose it's not all that surprising that their conversation traverses the confusing, esoteric path of many a nighttime chat. And it's certainly not surprising that standing in brightly brightly lit daytime logic, the musings of the wee hours seem to evade understanding. They're not easily categorizable or understood. These are musings to be sung or painted or woven into a poem, maybe even danced. I'm not sure they're meant to be or even capable of being understood. So rather than attempting to explain our story, allow me to explore just a few noticings. First, Nicodemus comes under cover of night with his illicit questions and his shadowy doubts. And Jesus receives him. Receives him just as he is. Meeting with him right where he's at. Challenging him, to be sure. But just engaging him fully, right there, with all that he brings. Second, Jesus' ultimate response to Nicodemus' illicit questions and shadowy doubts is love. Big love. The biggest love. Divine love, in fact. Love for all the world. For God so loved the whole darn world. As to give the whole world the only begotten. That is Jesus, the word who became flesh and tented among us. Third, and finally, an image. Being born from above 
or being born of the Spirit, that is the Spirit of God. Being born from above, being born of the Spirit, the Spirit of God. Melissa Floor Bixler is pastor of Raleigh Mennonite Church, and she wrote this. Nicodemus tells the story of the long, steady contractions of God's womb. That being born takes time. That being born is God's work, not ours. That we will always come to find that Jesus is at work waiting to be found by us. That Jesus is there waiting to be found by us over and over again. We will again this morning have time for silence. A full three minutes that, as I said last week, sounds short and feels long. And remember that the silence that we together seek is not the absence of all sounds. These sounds are good community sounds. The silence we seek is the quieting of some of the noise and the chatter of our minds. And I want to again explicitly say that wiggly toddlers and fidgety kids, you are welcome in this silence. Restless adults, for that matter, you are welcome in this silence. As you ponder these nighttime musings in this silence that follows, I invite you to consider, first of all, open-ended, what do you notice in the story? Perhaps, what illicit questions or shadowy doubts do you carry? And might you bring them to Jesus? Might you bring those questions and doubts to Jesus, whether that's individually in prayer or here in the body of Christ, where we are Jesus for one another. Whose illicit questions and shadowy doubts might you receive, responding with a word of love? Whose questions and doubts might you receive, responding with a word of love, a big divine love for all the world. And if you're drawn into that strange imagery of being born from above and being born of the Spirit, how are you experiencing the long, steady contractions of God's womb as you're being born of the Spirit of God again and again and again into this world? And kids, kids of all sizes out there, the questions for you are the same, but I'm going to ask them just a little bit differently. Specifically for the kids, do you have any questions that you're afraid to ask? And I wonder if you could just ponder those questions, if you could pray them, or maybe even be really brave. And ask someone here who's part of your church. If there's any questions that you're afraid to ask, might there be? Might you be brave enough to ask someone here in this church? We would hope to receive you with love. We hope that this is a space where all your questions, even the ones you're afraid to ask, are welcome. Let us then, community 
enter into this silence with one another.